After I faked my death, I simply drifted in space, away from Thor, away from everything. I thought about the universe and my place in it, and it occurred to me that everywhere I went, only pain followed. So I removed myself from the equation, landed on a remote planet and stayed there in isolation, in solitude, for a long, long time. How did the TVA find you? I got lonely. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I missed my brother. And I wondered if he missed me, if anybody else did. But as soon as I took my first steps to getting off the planet, the TVA arrived. Because we, my friends, have but one part to play. The god of outcasts. Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Bakuli Mokwede. I'm joined by a special guest, and we're talking about the incredible show, Loki. We're talking about whether we find Tom Hiddleston attractive or not. We're talking about whether we would be in a relationship with our variant selves. We're talking about determinism and free rule. Honestly, we talk about a lot of stuff, and I hope you guys enjoy it. As always, if you like this episode or if you like this podcast, please share it, um, follow and like us on whatever platform you listen to. And if you listen to Apple Music, please subscribe, rate, and review. And tell your friends about the podcast. And we're joined by the only person I would want to go through the void with. Well, unfortunately, his alligator variant was booked and busy. <laughs> it's our producer, Ebuka Namani. How are you, Ebuka? What's up, guys? Banky pulled me in last minute. I was probably like sixth on his list, let's be honest. But I'm here. I begged him to to let me out. Well, like I said, there were other there were other variants that I could have gone for before you. So we oh just my we, god, we, we Loki, man, Loki! I can't, I can't, I can't believe how good it is. Banky, Banky remembers me saying like he planned the Loki episodes, and I was saying, you know, Loki's all right, but are you sure it's going to be good enough to talk? About? Like it's going to be a nice, you know, fun show, but I don't know if it's going to be worth making a whole episode on it. But yeah, here we are, and I feel like it deserves more than one episode. You didn't believe in Hiddleston? Oh, he's 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 been amazing. You know, I never used to understand the love because everyone loves him, women mm. love him, and I was just like, yeah, he's all right as Loki, I guess. But now I definitely see it. Yeah, man, Hiddleston, Hiddleston, Hiddleston can have chemistry with drying paint. I don't know how he does it. He's just like, is he in anything else, or do you know of him in anything I else apart really... from Loki? I really, really like him in The Night Manager. If anyone hasn't seen The Night Manager, go yeah, I've never the seen The Manager. Manager. It's Tom Hiddleston, it's um, Hugh Laurie, it's Olivia Coleman, it's Elizabeth Debicki. It's like a spy show, six episodes. If you haven't seen The Night Manager, go watch The Night Manager. Six episodes is dope. Yeah, so, so yeah, general thoughts on the show. Like you said, I guess you're, you're digging it. What, what, what do you think so far? Fam, I love... It's, it's, it's the best Disney Plus show so far from the MCU. Like, I mm. don't think... It's even arguable. That's and it's not even finished yet. It's just, it's amazing, man. Like the the story, obviously, is really good. And I'm, if you know me, you know I love time travel shit. Like that's my kink. <laughs> I did not know that about you. But yeah, I love time travel and I love everything to do with time. You know, timelines, all that rubbish. But yeah, mm. I love the story. Then the special effects. I was sitting down watching the last episode and I was thinking. 
this must have been an expensive show mm-hmm. to make. Yeah. Like this, this has probably the budget of a big summer blockbuster. Well, that episode puts into more perspective why the many five episodes were just people talking. Like that episode <laughs> was just two people talking. Like was that Owen Wilson and Loki talking, or yeah. Sylvia and Loki talking? And then you're like, oh, it's because all the money went to episode five. Okay, that makes sense. That's fair enough. Actually, something I was going to talk about earlier. Sorry, something I was going to talk about later, actually. But I'm going to talk about this right here now. So a constant complaint about, like, obviously the Marvel movies is that there's this always third act CGI battle between, like, yes. lightning in the sky and stuff like that. No, and faceless, think, faceless soldiers. Just hordes and hordes. Of- <laughs> yeah, and also just, like, big lights in the sky, right? And I think... That came to fruition in like the final episode of Wonder Vision, where it's just like Wanda and Agatha just throwing balls of light at each other. So in this in this episode, did you find like fighting a CGI cloud, for example, did you find it distracting, or were you were you in line with it? Were you did you follow it in terms of the story? Were you okay uh, with it? I feel I feel like in this episode it was fine because mm. we had the distraction of classic Loki creating fucking Asgard. Like he created a whole. So it's like. They weren't really fighting, what's his name? A liar. Yeah. According to, that was Loki's plan. Sylvie said they should try and chant him. So that part was fine with me because they weren't going to fight the giant cloud thing head on. Mm-hmm. And then we had the distraction of, to me, that was the main climax of this episode. Yeah. Classic Loki creating Asgard from scratch. So yeah. no, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see the usual criticism where it was like yeah. a big ball of light, ball of light against ball of light. No. I liked this episode, especially for where it stood in the story in the Loki pantheon. Like it just mm-hmm. fit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it wasn't a diversion from what we're used to so far in the story. Classic, classic Loki, man. We're gonna don't worry, we're gonna we're gonna get back to him in a bit. I have I have I have things to say about classic Loki. Um yeah, but I agree with you in terms of the light. I think another thing is that which you kind of alluded to is that this wasn't like the big final boss fight. It wasn't like they weren't fighting him to end the story. They were fighting him kind of to get somewhere. Or not even fighting. They were just trying to get through him to get somewhere. It's like, yes. there's something more important behind this. It's just an obstacle to overcome. So it's not like we've had this grounded story about change and like, um, well, grounded as things as grounded as things can be, about change and about um, timelines and all this stuff and what does life mean for you and everything and then it's like it all comes down to people just fighting a, a cloud that's not what it is a like there's, cloud. Yeah, that's... there's more to to go on with that well so when obviously uh, Emmanuel was on last time talk about Loki I we went a bit heady when I asked him about like determinism and like free will and things like that you know I I heard when I was listening to that episode, I heard that question come up and I was like, why did I have to be busy? I should have been on this episode. Okay, man. so, so okay, <laughs> Cook, say what? what you want to say. Free will uh, determinism. Flies open, yeah. Oh, you know me, man. Like We spoke about this when we spoke about devs. Like I'm a firm believer in things happen the way they happen because they were meant to happen that way and they couldn't have happened any other way. Oh, it's so you're a firm believer in determinism. It's what I tell people who are going through grief, people are going through like pure moments of elation and it's like oh i can't believe this is me i'm just like that's it helps me come to terms with so much in my life oh i feel like having an entire just an entire episode just on this so so you (laughs) believe that everything happens because it was meant to happen like you yes i'm like bad luck happens to either like you can't i'm not someone who likes to think about what could have been 
and it's probably like where I've where I am right now in my life. I'm not I've not always been like that. But I'm just not someone who likes to think about what could have been. It happened. It happened. I'm not gonna think about how it could have happened better. How it could have happened worse. It might be nice to let my mind float for a little bit, but it's definitely not going to keep me awake at night thinking or oh, or if this happened. So what do you not believe in free will, or um, do you believe that your actions do not have that? Big consequence that was already meant to happen. No, no, no. See, the thing is, what I believe is actually kind of compatible with both. Like, I believe in determinism that things happen and everything you do has kind of been, you know, that's the path of your life. But at the same time, me saying it happened the way it was supposed to happen and you couldn't happen any other way is like when, because everyone thinks they have free will. That's the problem with determinism. If everything's been determined, you saw in devs, like, you think you're choosing something different or you think you're mm-hmm. choosing something that's free, but mm-hmm. you're always meant to choose that. You're always meant to, I don't want to go too deep into and talk about things like Interstellar because Interstellar has a good bit on, you know, things being a circle and time mm-hmm. being a circle. But yeah, I feel like if you believe in complete free will, there's no way to completely prove that. But if you believe in determinism, you can tell someone who believes in free will that you think you have free will, but everything you chose was already ordained. So what do you but believe? You. I <laughs> I like to believe in free will. I'm a liberalist. I like I love I would love to believe that things I pick have consequences for where my life went. But at the same time, I'm not arrogant enough to think, yeah, I picked this and that's why my life is the way it is. I'm aware of all the lucky things or the unlucky things that had to happen. Because if you get too caught up in, I pick this or Mm -hmm. I'm doing this to put the trajectory of my life, it can also get you too down when things don't go right. Yeah, okay, I understand that. And how do I put this? One, so are you, you believe in, are you finding, are you going for the middle ground, which is what everybody kind of goes for? Are you believing like middle, like there's free will, but also things are meant to happen, they're meant to happen? Or are you are you more in one camp than the other? Do you think like there's I'm I'm definitely more more in the determinism camp because the free will you have is because of things that have happened or the free will you have, quote unquote. I'm doing air fingers right now if you can't see, but the free will you have is because of everything that's happened in your past to lead you to making choice A or choice B. In other words, it's already like you be you stealing meat from the pot when you're five has already determined something that's going to happen when you're 20 a decision you're going to make when you're 21 our, our so you think are a summation of our choices yes essentially so like, it's like yeah everything that happens in your life has affected and will affect your quote-unquote free will okay i get that but a second so my second point would be does religion play a part in that because like imano said that religion part of the reason why he believes in both he believes yeah, that things are meant to be because that's what the Bible tells us. But also, he believe, he wants to believe in free will that our choices matter. So, for you, do you think, or is it, or is it a different reason why you believe in determinism? The reason why I believe in determinism is because it's a lazy reason, but it helps me make sense of life and not like it keeps me, you know, in a happy medium. I don't get too high about the good. I don't get too low. So it's a coping mechanism. Bad. Yes. I would say it like that. It's a coping me- with the craziness of life. It has you need a coping mechanism, no? Because things are random in life. Yes, yeah, so, but so it never. Well, I mean, Loki would say that life can be found in that randomness and that chaos. Yeah. So it never does the opposite. It never like 
deflates you? Like, well, what's the point? Whatever, whatever is going to happen, um, happen. It doesn't deflate me because even though I believe that whatever's going to happen has been predetermined, I still need to... Do the actions to make it... Yeah, I need to do the actions to get there. So it's never a case of, you know what, whatever... Sometimes a case of whatever will be, will be, so I'm not... I can't come and kill myself. That's the truth. Whatever, like, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. If it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. But when it comes to something that I need to put the work into, then I'm like, okay, I need to do this and that if I want this and that. And then if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But with everything else that's not in my control, it also helps me make sense of things not in my control. Everything else not in my control, I'm like, if it's coming to me, then it's for me. If it doesn't come to me, it's not for me, you know. Sometimes I, I lose sight of this whole, of course, I'm not every day that I wake up and think, you know, okay, Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. But most times that's how I choose to cope with the randomness of life. I told you you didn't need to go to therapy this week. <laughs> I, I, I had you sorted. See, this is just your, your Guys, you know the funny thing? Banky always says, like he said this from, I think, day one of the blog that, guys, welcome to my to my personal therapy session. He writes um, as therapy. He makes his podcast for you guys. <laughs> as therapy. <laughs> as therapy. So please. Uh, uh, so please share my inner thoughts with other people. <laughs> let, let more people come. Um, <laughs> that's very interesting. I don't think I've ever seen anyone who's been more determinist, who believes more in determinism than, than free will. And even though I think you're kind of pussy about it, you're still kind of trying to, <laughs> trying to balance it a bit, but I can clearly see where your heart is. Um, that's funny because in my notes I had that I was going to tell you that I'm not going to bore you with that discussion. I didn't know how. <laughs> um, there is no segue for this at all, at all. Yeah. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to we're going to take a break before I ask you the next question because there is no suitable segue <laughs> at all. Come on, man! You can think of something. Do you think you'd be attracted to your variant? Hundred percent, yes. We'd have a lot of fun. We wouldn't end up together. We wouldn't, but we'd have a lot of fun. Why don't you end up together? I wouldn't date someone like me. I'm a hypocrite. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, then you're not attracted to them now. Why? If you're not, you no, can't I'm attracted them. to them. We'd have a lot of fun. Oh, I said we wouldn't end up together. I would. I don't so know. The, what would, would it be a toxic relationship? Um, no, because we would understand each other. Actually, now that you, I don't ask that Toxic, toxic people can can understand each other. It just it's just still toxic. <laughs> now that you ask that question, yeah. Yes, I would be attracted to a variant of myself. Nigga, I'm, I damn near I'm attracted to myself right now. Oh my God. <laughs> Loki over here. You're literally funny. It's like, just because of narcissism, just like Loki. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I would I would be attracted to a variant of myself. If they, if they made a female variant, then yeah, I would be attracted to her. Personality-wise. I mean, Loki cashed out that his, his variant looks like Sofia DiMartino. So like, <laughs> it's fine. Um... I would definitely be attracted to my variant of myself. I mean, as you mean. Would you though? Or would you just really get along? Would well, you be compatible to date them? Or would you just... Because think about it, yeah. You enjoy the role you have. I might be speaking for myself, but I enjoy the role I have in every interaction with a woman where I'm the laid back one. I'm the lazy one. Why do you, why do you enjoy that role? Cause that's, because okay, that's me as well. But why do you enjoy that role? Then, because it's a problem. It's a problem when you don't want to go to the beach. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a problem when you don't want to spend the weekend at home. So, like, why do you enjoy that role? <laughs> I, I enjoy the role because that's who I am. Like, I enjoy being 
the person in the relationship or the interaction who is this way. I don't know how I'd react if they were that way as well. Why not? I just don't know. Like we could get along really well, but I yeah. don't know if it would be conducive or something long term. Let's bro. Like, we'll watch the same shows. Well, yeah. I mean, the one thing is that, like, think about think about the tiny variations, though. Like, if you're if you're a stubborn person, yeah, imagine mm-hmm. like a tiny. You're a stubborn person who believes that you know ketchup shouldn't go in the fridge, and then mm-hmm. she's a stubborn person who believes ketchup should go in the fridge. Oh, and okay, then yeah. there is no middle ground on that. You guys will just constantly yeah, think about... You're falling in love or you're trying to do the big things, right? Like Loki and Sylvia are obviously different in some ways, but like the important yeah. things, they're still the same I think person. they're very different, you know? That's yeah, actually... But, but they're still the same person. Discuss. Actually, yeah. But they're, they're still the same. So? Yeah, I, I, think, I think they're very, very different. It's the same way, like, all the Lokis are different. Like, they they should be the same person, but I feel like Sylvie is okay. Yeah, you said big things, right? All Loki's are smart. All smart, Loki's are cunning. Survivor. Yeah, I guess. I guess when you put it on. I mean, again, Sylvie's one is a bit different because she she's literally grew up in apocalypses. So like, yeah, like, she was a child. So I was gonna say like she's also like you feel like the smartest person in the room, right? Yes. Because most most times you are as as a Loki, and you have kind of like very deep on earth like empathy, like. So yes, but let's assume someone else like that is the same age as you, for example, so lived the same maybe parallel life, but obviously it's female and came into my life right now. Yeah. Yes, it, it, it's impossible not to be though, because everyone thinks they're the funniest person alive. Like and that might be a problem. Actually, I don't know if it's, it's be a problem to our friends because we just both think we're so funny. And... Yeah, every, <laughs> every everyone's every everyone walks on the road and they think about a joke they could never tell anyone and they giggle. Everyone yeah. thinks they're that funny. So imagine someone who you can share that joke with and then they will get it because yeah, they're yeah. you. So it's like, it, you would definitely, yeah. We yeah, would also would. just want to chill at the same time and we would only, yeah. would only go out for like movies and... You'd want to leave the party at the same time. Yeah, I, I, I don't you'd see both, any arguments against it. You'd both come up with the same excuses to your friends. Not to come I mean, people always say you can't be too similar in a relationship. Show me. Let me let me experience it first, and then I'll know. Because <laughs> but men men aren't usually attracted to people like them. Same thing with women, though. Like men and women aren't attracted to people exactly like them. Yeah, but like, what is it? I don't know. Like we're speaking from the perspective of, or at least you're speaking from the perspective of, oh, like we would want to stay home, chill, blah blah. But yeah. I know some niggas who are party animals, but wouldn't let the but have a schedule well, for when the girl is allowed to I, go to. The there are many things wrong with that, but also, like, I just feel like people are listening to this, to this right now and are like, I can give you a list of reasons why neither of you would like the other, like, <laughs> like your, your variant self. Yeah, man. What? Like exes? <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking, I'm just like, I don't know, why would I, like, if she's as, I don't know. The only problem, the main problem I can think of is that maybe it, I would have to look too far out for kind of, like, motivation. Yeah, okay. because if I'm as like laid back and as comfortable, like I wouldn't really test myself. Okay. Because if I if I feel a bit either scared or safe and I want to retreat, she would you probably have... yeah. encourage that because she because she feels the same way, right? But you need someone else that's gonna be like, nah, 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 fuck that. You need to do this. You need to go for this promotion, or you need to write oh, this. And, and someone to believe in you and not like yeah. feed your self doubt. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly, exactly. So so if she cuz obviously my my self doubt is very dependent on real things, like real things that I feel. 
And if I feel them, there's a very high chance that she feels them as well. She feels them. So as she, well. so she's not being a bad girlfriend, but she's just encouraging me what exactly what she feels. So she's like, to yeah, don't do that. Like yourself, yeah, exactly. So that, that's that's a that's a problem I can see. Like, yeah, you need someone that's going to be that's a different perspective. And why well, is that just chilling? Oh my god! What would oh be my, my biggest god. problem? <laughs> what on earth would be my biggest problem? Well, actually, both of you in relationship would just think you're the hottest shit on earth. Uh, I was actually going to make a narcissist joke. <laughs> well, yeah, you neither of you be able to control. If that might even be worse, because like you guys just both think you're so good. No, but it's like you can you can do that as a couple. No, you can do that as a couple and just and just sit down and laugh and think, oh shit, we're better than everyone else. That's fair. That's <laughs> fair. That could work. That's fair. <laughs> Speaking of all that, do we? Do we think Loki and Sylvia are going to be a couple? I think. Like, do we think Marvel is going to do that? They keep teasing. I know you said this in the last episode, but they keep teasing that Loki's going to die. And I'm like, if you're going to do it, fucking do it. I, I, have, I also have notes on that, actually. <laughs> we'll get there later. But, but um, yeah. So I'm not someone like, because I think when people are like, oh, Loki and Sylvia, I think even Robert was like, Loki and Sylvia, from the first time, they, I was like, why do people want this? This makes no sense. Like, I'm the person that is like, why are Barry Allen and Iris a couple? They grew up together and they call the same person dad. What yeah. this makes no sense to me. <laughs> it is like, very how creepy. can you spend Barry's mom died at what like seven? Yeah. So he spent like 20 years. He lived with this person. They called the same person dad. Yeah. And now they're a couple. That they're she, married. That that she, makes no sense to me. She's I have too much like his sister. That is I've hated strange. it from day one. It made no sense to me. I was like, she is your sister. What are you talking about? She's yeah, busy. but she's also Iris. If it's according to the TV show, she's also Iris West. Like, I'm sure at, at like 19, Barry was like, nigga, fuck all that brothership. <laughs> yeah, but again, that's already he already spent like 12 years in the house we had. You should not be saying that. True. <laughs> yeah, man, it is, it is weird. But yes, but anyway, my point is like, I. So even though I don't think I ship, quote unquote, the relationship as a whole, like when you see them on screen, I'm like, yeah, I agree. I, that, that makes sense. Like, when you see Tom Hiddleston and Sofia DiMartino just going, I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a good couple. Whatever, do whatever you're going to do. Like, it just works. I don't know why it just works, but it just works. Actually, I don't know why. They're great, they're great actors. That's one thing I was going to say. It's like, you said, if Marvel going to be brave enough. They've never really focused on a relationship. Like, Tony and Pepper, they were, like, funny, you know, Tony's this, he's that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they had, I'm not even counting Thor and... <laughs> Jane, Jane Foster. Jane, Thor and Jane. I'm not even going to count Thor and yeah. Jane. Then Black Widow and Hulk was nice. That was them leaning into it. But now they're going to phase four and they've got um, Sylvie and Loki. Mm-hmm. They've got the Eternals, um, Richard Madden's character. And mm-hmm. is it Angelina Jolie's character? No, Gemma Chan's character. Gemma Chan's character. Who I and think then... would also have a thing with Kit Harrington's character. I'm already sure. Oh, okay. Eternal. Love Triangle. But yeah, it's like, I feel if they want to go into like leaning into relationships, then I think Sylvia and Loki is a great place to start because like you said, they've got chemistry, they've got, you know, deep trauma. It's, it's like Loki so far, especially from when Loki's met Sylvie has been very romantic in the weirdest way. I'm going to get on that eventually, but what about the whole incesty part of it? Oh, that he's fucking himself. Yes. 
he's low-key though. <laughs> like that that should be in well, fact I, if they wanted to get crazy, they should have, you know. Oh no, it makes sense on paper, but yeah. also this is a this is a Disney, Disney. corporation <laughs> institution. Like I didn't yeah. go to be able to do that. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean they, they played it safe by making her girl, so let's say I mean that's what I mean by brave. I, I I don't I just don't know if they're gonna be able to do that. I don't know if they will do it like basically say I don't know. It's 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 a trick. I, I I'll be very surprised if Marvel Maybe one of one of them sacrifices themselves for the other at the end. Um but just speaking about Loki and Sylvie though. Loki might not have chat, you know. <laughs> or maybe just because it's the first time he's feeling this kind of feelings. Like, even if yeah. it's, even it's not even love, even if it's just friendship, like, he's never yeah. cared about anybody. Like, he cared about Thor, eventually, like, a Ragnarok area. But he hasn't, this Loki hasn't got there. So where he is now, he has never really cared about anybody like that. So oh, that's, that's, that's true. So, um, but... Loki has no game. Yeah, because there's, there's a thing... I nah, but women love saying you can't flirt with people you like, so maybe that's where it is. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why no woman flirts with me. Oh, <laughs> because they all like, oh my god! Yeah, I'm sure that's the reason. Um, <laughs> but we're saying this on like on the current season of Love Island, right? Like God doesn't give with two hands. Like you cannot, maybe you can't look like Tom Hiddleston and also be able to just like flirt as effortlessly. Yeah, effortlessly as well as you. As is this you, want. you saying maybe. Tom Hiddleston's handsome? You don't think Tom Hiddleston is handsome? I feel like when your brother stores, like... <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you're comparing him, then, yeah, he's always <laughs> living in the shadow. <laughs> you're, you're graded against the curve, you're always mm. failing. It's not a great curve, yeah, you're right, you're right. But we're just, he's out of thought now, he's kind of like... Listen, see, the thing is, I can I can always tell, uh, like I can tell a handsome guy or a good-looking guy, but women love Tom Hiddleston, and I'm not going to say, oh, he's not. Because yeah. women must see something in him that I'm not seeing. So. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very true. I don't really. There's a limit to, to which I argue with a woman about whether a guy is exactly. good or not because yeah. I have no. I'm not an authority. I have no reason to be an authority on it. So, uh, but yeah, that's us debating whether some of these things attractive or not, or good looking yeah. or not. I think he's got. That's the weird thing. You're saying he has no game, and I'm thinking he has a charm that's attractive. But what, with Loki, yeah, like. You like know. with Sylvie or with he lies, he cheats, he steals. Oh, no, I, women, I lo- like... women love those three things. <laughs> oh no, he's incredibly charming. That's never been a problem. I just, I feel like, I feel like with Sylvie, it might maybe he's just maybe he's new. He's like a he's like a teenager who's loved someone yeah. or liked someone for the first time. He doesn't really know what to yes. say. Yes, yes. Maybe that's and, it. Uh, did Loki ever stop being a teenager? Like even his whole life, apart from his love life, like he's, he's literally the god of mischief. Like who exactly. does mischief? It's teenager. So yeah, exactly. Fair he's... enough. He's a teenager. Um, speaking of variants, though, so this episode fully introduces us to like the variants. We meet the horde of Loki. We meet Kid Loki. We meet um, boastful Loki. We meet classic Loki and alligator Loki. Before we meet a President lot of Loki. Loki. Yeah, present Loki and so many other Lokis. First of all, boastful Loki, right? So boastful Loki appears last episode in the mid-credit scene, and I'm like, yeah. oh wow, he's black. He has a hammer. He must be worthy. Yeah. And then he just comes up to that and he's such a disappointment. I cannot believe how terrible Boastful Loki was. Wait, disappointment in what way? In every way. Why would... Bo- First of all, he's the one that betrays them. Yeah, because that's... that's a- but second of all, he's surprised when they betray... When the other people betray him. I was like, you're a Loki. You should know this. You should You should have a backup plan to the backup plan. Yes. <laughs> and also he lies about his story. About how he beat, oh, he, beat Captain America and Iron Man. 
Yeah, and but so, that's like, something you expect a Loki to do. Also, I think it's just because that wasn't Mjolnir. I thought that was Mjolnir. I was hoping that would oh, be Mjolnir. That like, there would be a Loki that somehow... Imagine a Loki that was somehow worthy. That would be wild. Why though? Like, what, what would he even be able to do? Because it means you're worthy, but you're also like a Loki. Like, you're, so you're still a god of mischief, but you're also worthy. So you... Of, you know, you never know where the season ends. Maybe Loki does something incredibly self-sacrificial. And next okay. thing you know... Hmm. Because there was a there was a Mjolnir in this episode just lying there dormant. Um, the one in this small the small women were going down. Yes. The so one if you see closely, that's there's like a Thor trying to yeah trying to, it. and that was a frog Thor. Oh really? Yeah. So like, you know, I, I thought it looked strange. I thought it was better rebuilt. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Mm, good guess, but I, I didn't. So I didn't even. I just thought it was a very small Thor. But then I was yeah. listening to something. And they were like, "That's frog Thor," and I think frog Thor comes from the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously him trying to get to. There, apparently, there are lots of Easter eggs. Like, in oh, the, there are a lot. Did you see the uh, Thanos copter? That's why I, I wish I wish Emmanuel was on this episode. I'll put it again because, like, I missed so many. It's like apparently there's a Thanos copter. There's um, there's a helicarrier. Yeah, there's a giant. There, there's a giant skull or helmet of yellow jacket from the Ant-Man yeah films. apparently yes. there's, a Sturm, there's a red skull ship I'm like oh really how did I, how did I miss all these things and see that's why I wish Emmanuel was on this episode because I kept thinking like I don't know as much about comics but this episode was just a dream for Easter yeah, eggs but I think it makes sense because like this is basically the junkyard you can throw anything there like it doesn't and have to doesn't have matter. like it doesn't have to yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't have to have significance to the MCU or to the next episode just, just throw whatever you want to throw in there um yeah kid loki how are we feeling about kid loki oh i love kid loki man yeah he was, he was alligator loki alligator loki was calm you know people say he might not really be in a loki they just gave him the helmet or whatever but you never know man you think he was calm? i feel like he was quick to action <laughs> when i say calm i mean like he was okay like he wasn't oh okay my, yeah. he was one of my favorite parts of the episode let me not lie but I wish you know his growls were subtitled. That would have been funny. They could well, they could have they could have made him funnier. Random random shouts. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bob Iger needs to call you Why? because see that idea you had in the last episode where it's like if there was just a low key, never ending series where they go back in time, go forward in time, explaining crazy events or doing shit oh to like fix a the like timeline. like a time squad for low key. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be because. In this episode, there was the there was that ship, the USS Eldridge or something like that, and that plus the DB Cooper storyline earlier was like mm. imagine if they just started explaining every strange thing that happened in human history with, with a Loki. I think it might be very too expensive. expensive for, yeah, but, I think it might be too expensive for Bob Iger. If <laughs> he's like, no, nah, I'd rather stick with my sixth episode. Loki so far has been very different from what I expected. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be Loki getting up to mischief with the Tesseract and the TVA chasing him. They caught this nigga in the first five minutes of the show. <laughs> that, that's why I was so... And I'm like, oh, so now he's working for them. Everything yeah. is... Yeah, it's, it's definitely not what... I don't know what I expected. I thought about that as well, about him doing things and they're trying to chase him, but it's definitely... I didn't expect to hear. Because I remember earlier, they were like... Um, I think when the show was coming out, Feige was like, yeah, um, the Mobius and Loki dynamic is going to be very... Like, people are going to really love it. It's going to be up there. Oh, like, man. When they hugged. Yeah, because it was like, people are going to love it like Steve and Bucky. And I was like, why? Like, he's chasing him. I didn't know it was going to be this. And I'm like, oh. Why did I get emotional? Like, even at the start, even during the episode where, like, 
Mobius pulls up and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, who are they? And he's like, those are my friends. And I'm like, do I love Loki? <laughs> what is this? I'm like, those are... and then when he hugs Mobius at the end and then Mobius is like, he whispers to Sylvie, you're my fa-. I don't know what it is. And then you were talking about Owen Wilson last episode. He's been amazing. Like, even in the little things, there was one real close-up shot in this episode where you can really see the crook in his nose and I'm just like, rah, this is or- real, <laughs> this is really Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Owen Wilson, like, he's a really ah. good actor. He's like, he's been doing this for years. It's like Even the jokes, the little things he says, like, yeah, sure, glorious purpose. Just little things like that. I'm like, oh, I, I love him so much in this. I, I I do hope we get more of Mobius in like future seasons and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, even though it's a cameo or something in a movie. I need it. Classic Loki was my favorite. The reason why Classic Loki is my favorite is that because they're moving into phase four now and they're bringing like different types of heroes like the Eternals, Kang the Conqueror. Um, now, you know that that word is banned on this podcast because Kang the Conqueror is not, is not a hero, <laughs> but you have to sneak him in. Oh, you guys need to free... Free yourself from the shackles of Kang the Conqueror, man, until Ant-Man comes out. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for Kang the Conqueror. You don't mm-hmm. understand. Because one, is time travel. Two, he's linked to Doctor Doom. Three, he's linked to the Fantastic Four. Four is Jonathan Majors, man. And then five, I think he's wasted on Ant-Man. Like, give my nigga a full film. I'm not, I'm not talking about Kang. I'm not talking about Kang. Let's, okay. let's go on. Let's okay. go on. Because we're not doing this. Okay. We'll okay. talk about Kang the Conqueror when Kang the Conqueror comes. comes Jesus okay. Christ. Okay, next episode, by the way. You know, we'll see what's behind the yeah, alliance. But see, in phase see in phase four, out, like I said, they're bringing in a lot of new heroes. And then there's this big talk about how Marvel always has them the heroes and villains kitted up like they're going to war and like their suits are like bulletproof and, mm-hmm. you know, Kevlar and blah, blah, blah. And then more people want to see suits like Thanos in Infinity War where he's wearing his regular shit, mm. but you just know he's still not going to be touched. Like, do you get me? Like, he doesn't need Kevlar to protect him being, from being Emmanuel. an energy blast. Yeah. I just like that they put classic Loki in his classic uniform and mm-hmm. he was really strong and I just hope we see more of that in the future rather than you know big str- for example like Doctor Strange has no reason to be wearing something that's not free flowing and nobody touches Doctor Strange give him a cape that's very easy to classic Loki does not work in the real world though. like it why? works because what do you mean by why you cannot walk what? around like that as a hero who's taking you seriously Loki's not a hero <laughs> okay but still you think they can wear like the best you can do try with like Vision let's look at Vision now right yeah and Wonder Vision think about what we know Vision to look like normally that's what he wears in the, in the comics Halloween Halloween episode yes <laughs> you cannot wear the Halloween episode in in, in Civil War <laughs> like Cap like, like what's going on here what are you talking about <laughs> okay yeah okay but that's that's Vision though Loki's otherworldly let him do what he wants okay that's fair but okay in terms of classic Loki, I want to talk about classic Loki. Loki yeah. In terms of the the main theme of, I think the episode and really the show, actually, let's be honest, the theme of the show, and is the thing about can people change? Yes, can they fix right. themselves? Can they fix themselves? Lion, we cheat. We cut the throat of every person who trusts us. And for what? Power, glorious power, glorious purpose. We cannot change. We're broken. Every version of us forever. And whenever one of us dares try to fix themselves, they're sent here to die. 
And this show, I think this show hangs on the premise that we have to believe that our Loki, the Loki that we know post, or rather up to Avengers, but before, what's pre-Ragnarok, can change. Because what happens is that we never really, the Loki that we know, we never really see him become a hero, right? He's still kind of an anti-hero in Ragnarok. And yes, he dies a hero's death, but that's literally five minutes after Ragnarok ends. Yes. Now, you you don't see him have a hero's journey. And classic Loki is always someone that he, he didn't believe that Loki's themselves actually can change. I mean, his story is He very, tried, though. Well, yeah, I'll get that. Like, his story is very heartbreaking in the sense of, like, he obviously says, like, after he... I think his story is both... Um, kind of hinges on both his cowardice and the fact that people can't change. Because he tells her about how he escaped Thanos. Like, he projected himself and then he hid as yes. an inanimate object, right? That's, that's essentially cowardice. And then he goes away to a distant planet and hides there for what I assume is a lot of years. Um, and obviously, he believes that they can change. And the entire show, this rather the entire episode, then resolves on the fact that he changes. He he Not only does he share the cowardice and literally risk his life, but he's also like doing something good for no result, like for no end. Yeah. He, he exhibits this kind of Bravery, bravery, but also just like I'm trying to quantify how much power he would have used to to project Asgard. Like I don't know how yes. to I don't know how to how to quantify that, but like he does all that really just to save other people because he knows he's gonna die. That's definitely gonna kill him. So it's yeah, it's like I was I wanted to talk about classic Loki in the respect of that of like fact that people can change, and I think in the terms of the the thesis of the show that definitely gives our Loki like like hope, scope yes, to can, change. Yes, you can change. You can. You don't have to be like New York might have been weeks or months or days ago, but like you can change. Like, you do you can, think Loki's um, changed? Like so far already, I think he's changed. I, I I I think he's changed. Do you think he's changed because of Sylvie, or do you think he's changed because of the TVA and Mobius? Because I I was thinking like it's definitely Mobius. I think it, it's it's definitely Mobius and Sylvie because it's like it's it's the classic thing of. Again, well, I just I don't think they're relationship, but let's just use the fact that him and Sylvia are a couple, right? It's that, that kind of love where you want to be better for that person. But also he doesn't want to betray his best friend. Like when when Mobius called him a, a bad friend in episode four, you could yeah. see how much that broke him. He was yes, like, yes. Wow, why is this hurting me the way it's hurting me? Like I think no one has ever called him a friend, first of all. Yeah. Then now called him a bad friend. Like even when if you push forward a bit, the Loki in Ragnarok, when he's in the lift, the elevator with Thor. And thought he's talking about how he's always loved him and all that. Like that hits him. Like I think the only thing stopping him from being a good person was that he was afraid that everybody else thought he was a bad person. Yeah, he had a reputation to live up to. He wanted to live up to that reputation. If everybody, if everybody was like, "No, Loki, like we trust you, we love you, we want you in our lives," I don't think he would have done the things he did. He's a kid, man, acting out. This guy, this guy's. Real father didn't want him because I guess the way he, I can't remember the story, but I guess he wasn't frost giant enough. I haven't watched Thor in a long time. <laughs> His adopted father didn't want him. <laughs> so like everywhere he's gone, he's just been like he's been the the rejected person. He's like, okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna be the yeah, black sheep. Yeah. Yeah, in Mobius, he found someone who respected him as a friend, who trusted him, who wanted to help him. And then in, in Sylvie, he found someone who he never had those feelings for. He's never had those feelings for anybody before. And it was like, oh you've been through something much worse than me and you seem to be fighting something better or more than yourself. 
and I want to impress you. I want to be better for you. It's like when in a relationship, you want to be better for that person you're in a relationship with. Mobius desired him to, like Mobius fought for him. Yeah, begged yeah. them to allow him wo- work with him. So yeah, so I definitely think he's a, I definitely think he's a better, better person. Like when he tells Sylvie that I'm not going to betray you, I believe that. I believe that. Yeah. How do I know that in the final moments you won't betray me? Listen, Sylvie, I. I betrayed everyone who ever loved me. I betrayed my father, my brother, my home. I know what I did. And I know why I did it. And that's not who I am anymore. Okay? I won't let you down. Um... But yeah, so I think I'm very happy that Classic Loki... I mean, Classic Loki was played by Richard E. Grant, which is just like... He was just, he was just saying some lines that in any other person's mouth would sound terrible, and he was just, he was just delivering it. Well, Do you know any of the other actors that played Kid and Boastful Loki? Um, no, I think... I don't know. Like we, like you said it earlier, like the fact that Classic Loki, that he projected Asgard, that's just like... Okay. Yeah. Hold that on. was a big set piece. And then also that thing they said about Loki's underrating themselves. Mm-hmm. You never know, man. Which was, was something I was going to talk about because, like you said earlier, I had my money on Loki die, as our Loki died in the show, right? But the one thing that kind of maybe detracts from that theory is that they are kind of saying that there is more. There's more for Loki. There's more for you to do. Yes. Like you haven't even scratched the surface of your power. There's more to, for you to change. So, like, that might be a reason for him to live on in future seasons. I still think he'll die, I think. Because there's there's so many powers we've not seen our Loki use. Like, yeah. he's never enchanted. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's never enchanted anyone. Never, he, he just learned how to do it. He, yeah. yeah. He didn't know how to do it. He's, he's never been good at the kind of pro- projection that mm-hmm. classic Loki did. And, you know, I don't know what boastful Loki's special power was or kid Loki's special power is, but... Yeah, there's just a bunch of things. I imagine if our Loki could do all those things, then we'll be talking real God of Mischief stuff. Yeah, I mean, like... So are you putting your money on whatever Loki that comes out of this being a good person in the future? Yeah, I mean, I don't think Sylvie's a bad person. I think yeah. we might not be a clean-cut hero, but we'll definitely have someone that we can say is a good Someone person. helpful. Yeah, and okay. I... I I'm all like I think Sylvie's definitely getting through this show. I don't, I don't think there's a problem there. Um, if they shot her, like if episode six were originally shot for her to die, I'm sure they would have gone back in the last two weeks to change it, even if they couldn't, because like they've re- re- seen the reaction. But I think just also outside the world stuff, like I know Tom Hiddleston has been doing this for ten years. He doesn't seem like he's angry with it. Like, he probably done another season of Loki, but maybe yeah. like, is, is it time for him to stop doing it? I don't know. I, I, I still think this might be the person of the torch, but... Would you want more Loki main character stuff? Give me more Loki. I don't... If he's not... If I'm wrong, if I'm wrong about this thing, I, I'm, I'll be so happy. Like, give me more yeah. Loki. I don't even... I wonder where he would fit in, though. In, like, if he doesn't have his own, like, show or a special movie or something. Like, I wonder where he I'll, could hop in and out. I will be surprised if we get... Let's say, for example, let's say Tom Hiddleston's Loki doesn't die. I'll be very surprised if he interacted with Thor ever again. Ah, uh, 
I think he would just live his own life, his own his own characters, his own story. I don't think yeah. I don't think he'll be someone interacting with Thor again. Okay. You sound sad. No, because I'm just imagining like him being in the place at the end of time, him and Sylvie just yeah. doing whatever they want. I mean, it would be nice. Nice end to his story. And shit, I, but... I'm just, my thing about it, I think he's going to die because I think it's going to be like, it's going to be a real guts punch to Sylvie. It's like, you're going to, you can't give everything she wants. You're going to Okay, like... also see something here. Did you think that there was something that happens after someone gets pruned? Because I really thought it was over for Loki. Well, no, okay, here's, okay, we'll talk about episode four. Yes. So when Mobius gets pruned, I was like, rah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, that's I didn't expect that. But at the same time I'm thinking, how do you get Owen Wilson in your in your TV show? You get him for three episodes. That makes sense. Right? I'm like, yeah, okay, it tracks now. That's why he's in this show. He's pruned, that's fine. But when the prune look at like, no, 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 there has to be more. Something really? Has to I thought I thought that was a switcheroo that they were like, haha, it's a Loki show. Yes, Sylvie is a Loki, she's still in the show. I, I don't want to sound smarter than whatever. I was definitely surprised. It's not as if it, I wasn't... Bank, you just called me dumb, by the way. No, if no. If you're I'm listening. To, <laughs> no, I'm trying to say that. I was. I don't want to say like, oh, I knew all along. Like, yeah. I was definitely surprised when it happened. But part of me was like, that cannot be the way Loki dies. Like, it, there is no fanfare. That cannot be the way Loki dies. Like, just okay. talking to Sylvia and he dies. Like, I was like, something... So, I'm not saying I thought that I knew of the void. Or maybe I yeah. thought Sylvie would have a way of bringing him back. Bringing him back, fair and enough. And they bring him back, then they bring Mobius back. So when Mobius, I was like, oh, fair enough. But when another one was like, uh-uh, uh-uh, it's cannot be it. It's kind of, it's kind of. So when he woke up, I was like, yeah, fair. And I think it's very good that he made that the mid credit scene. Because if 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 you waited a week, two people would have yeah. been calling bullshit, two people would have been complaining yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, theories. It's good that they put it mid They were like, no, it's not there. Just put it here. <laughs> um, But yeah, I think, very excited for the final episode. Um, what about, actually, who do you think is the Beyond. big bad. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Do not you get bleep. Oh bleep. <laughs> bleep. 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 Okay, now. Okay. I've seen some theories say the big bad is another Loki variant, which would be funny. This is that is my that's what I believe. But I feel like we we've been low-key variated to the max in the last episode. Like they're not gonna do it again in episode six. Like we've yeah, been. What if it's a Hiddleston? I think it might be a Hiddleston variant. But Hiddleston was President Loki, no? Yeah, for like two seconds though. Imagine it's a Chris Hemsworth Loki, or a Liam Hemsworth Loki. Now, you oh, know, that would be you know, oh, a Damon. Imagine if it was a Mad Damon Loki. Exactly, that would be exactly the same thing Marvel did with Peter Boner if they made a Matt Damon. Uh, Ralph Ralph Boner. Boner. If they made yeah. a Matt Damon or Liam Hemsworth, because Liam Hemsworth is just a Uber. What's it called? Uh, what's that thing when shows are too self-aware? Self-aware? I don't know. Um, it would be so meta if oh, meta, yeah. Chris Hemsworth's real brother yeah, ends yeah. up being Loki. It would be, yeah, it would be fun. If it wasn't, who do I think is the big bad? Ah, so far, Marvel have played all their shows safe. Like with the it end of... Very straight. The yes. person that we said is this person is the person. That's what they kept on saying. We were like, no, no. Uh, Mephisto is coming. They're like, no. Because <laughs> I got that all along. They're like, no, Mephisto. I was like, what are you guys talking about? They played it very safe with WandaVision, even though at the end, there were some interesting questions with the book and her mm-hmm, astral mm-hmm. projecting, or even at the end of 
um Captain America Winter Falcon and Winter Soldier, there was um um Lady what's her name? Val. Don't call her Val. Yeah. Yes. And you know, Iron Patriot? No, not Iron Patriot. What's his name? Fake oh, Captain America. Um, yeah. Um Harry Kane Captain America. Oh my god, that's so rude. Do not take that back. <laughs> take that back. What he does look like him, no? He does not look like Harry Kane. What take yes, that he back, does. man? I bet you you couldn't tell them apart. Yes, I could. That's but no. yeah. I okay, so what is your theory? This the sensible theory is that it's I I don't want to say it's another Loki because that's boring and they've already it's it's another Loki. Let's say the sensible theory is it's another Loki, but something we're not expecting. Okay. Mm. I thought it was gonna be Richard E. Grant before we saw him last before episode. You, okay, because you knew he was cast. I knew he was cast. As okay. a, uh, people were like, oh, it's probably gonna be old Loki. I thought it was gonna be him, which would be very interesting. That would be sick, like classic Loki being the final yeah. villain. But now my crazy suggestion or theory, I wouldn't even say the name. Yeah, that you don't want us to say because that's not even crazy enough. Because I'm not sure Disney are stupid enough to give us bleep the bleep in in the last episode and then have us wait till whenever for Ant Man 3. Right? People would hate that. You also can't introduce him. You can't introduce the, even if he's not Kang the Conqueror, right? You can't introduce the main villain in the sixth episode of his show without any Mm. confidence. Yes, without, without clues being dropped like beforehand. Marvel Marvel know how big they are now in the yeah. sense that they can't just drop Kang the Conqueror in episode 6 without a sufficient biography. Because even Agatha, even though we yeah. had seen so much of her already, like a lot of the penultimate or final episode of WandaVision was us seeing her backstory. So they wouldn't drop Kang the Conqueror and then tell us, oh, this guy is Dr. Doom's descendant, or maybe he's Reed Richards' descendant. And then everyone who, all the new Marvel fans are, who the fuck is, is Dr. Doom? Is backstory? Yeah, he's like, I, I think no one knows who his dad is or something. Jesus, like. I don't know it's that. like, he's got, he's got the same, I think his real name is something Richards. So like there's theories that he's Reed Richards' son. But at the same time, he uses time travel. And like Dr. Doom is supposed to be one of the, fathers of time travel in the marvel universe so yeah he's he's linked to them so i don't think marvel would bring something that complicated yeah, in the last thing yeah, yeah even like so, so i still think i mean obviously most we didn't, we're always talking about her unfortunately but most of the last episode was kind of showing us that ravona did not know much of what was going on because i had my money on her being the big bad i was like it's ravona man like even if she's not the big big bad of all time like she's the big bad for this show like the same the way Loki was the big bad for Avengers, but like obviously somebody else who was yeah. was overseeing him. But I guess we don't know who the big bad is. Like I think if I was to give it a theory, I'd probably say a version of Loki who probably has found a way to like I mean it has to be somebody who benefits from the secret timeline, right? Someone who probably wins in the end the secret timeline. So they are trying to No, it doesn't have to benefit. It could be like the first Loki that was ever pruned survived, then created like a liar or whatever to protect himself yeah mm-hmm. and then the sacred timeline is just a timeline where every loki dies so he's the only loki in existence and yeah, no one they... ever discovers his his hiding place yeah but who's like if he has a power why is it not like why is it not that's not benefiting him how how doesn't it what if he's like a richard e grant type of person where he's like okay i realize i'm bad i'll just stay alone mm. with sylvia or something it seems like too much stress to go on to go for for just like so you can be alone because my thinking is that for you to want to maintain the quote-unquote secret timeline 
it has to be that you like the events of that timeline. So everything else that is against this evil Thor, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, so here's the thing. Like, we know that mo- the multiverse exists. Like, what the TV yeah. says is bullshit. It exists, right? Well, maybe they want the multiverse in every timeline to follow the quote-unquote sacred timeline. Okay. Or rather, every timeline in the, mo- in the multiverse to follow the sacred timeline. So okay. anything that is away from that thing, like, for example, a Loki being a woman, you, you prune it, you remove it, and let it go. Oh, that, that's actually uh, funny. They've not told us what Sylvie's Nexus event was. Yeah. Because she no. was just chilling. Actually, now I'm confused myself. You know what? This is why I don't, this is why I don't, this is why I don't theorize. Next week, <laughs> come and the, the show will tell us. I will find Do you think Sylvie's like, Nexus event would be something as silly as being a woman? Wouldn't they have pruned her much earlier? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I saw something. What did you see? Someone said Sylvie's Nexus event was being a kind Loki. Like she was developing kindness traits and non-betrayal traits. Yeah, but how do they know this? What is the evidence? Random theory. Because no one knows her Nexus event now, though. Like mm-hmm. she's she's been captured for no reason. And I think the last thing, when she was playing with her toys, she did something benevolent, but like, oh, saying, oh, save these people. Or, save, uh, or like this dragon will save whatever. So it seemed like, okay, maybe she's kind. Maybe her Nexus event was being told she was adopted. <laughs> um... I don't know. I kind of, when Ravona said she didn't remember, I kind of... Believed her. I believed that because I felt like it was more hard, heartbreaking. Yeah. That when was, somebody destroys your life and they can't remember what and they then, did. Yeah. I, I feel like that's that more too. heartbreaking than like... Oh, it, it makes you really hate the TV. You're like, what the fuck? You can't remember why you destroyed my life? Are you mad? Like, shouldn't you have this like in your... In, Filed. In, in, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we're, we're both excited for the final episode, aren't we? Yeah, man, it's it's going to be interesting. I don't know if they'll make it longer, but I can't wait to see Probably one not. who the big bad is, two how Loki and Sylvie end up. Because I think that's all we have to wrap. Okay, Ravona as well. What happens with her? I hope people are not like hyping up who is the big bad and everything. Like who is the power broker? And because <laughs> this show doesn't look like it's saying that. Like because you get when you hype up Who that, the fuck it, was even the power broker again? Sharon, Karen. <laughs> Sharon, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but my point is like, see, Marvel have been so straight. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's come just let Marvel. Like when they say something, let's agree with them. Why is everybody? Everybody. Here's the thing: nobody, not one person on this show has mentioned Kang. Yeah, not once. You know, but but see, okay, see, Emmanuel said this last episode, and mm. Marvel definitely know what they're doing. One of the, one of the Time Lords looks. Mm. Like Kang's comic look, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. But why can't it, why can't it just be it? Like it looks like him. Like why can't that be? For example, be why can't egg. why can't that be the show? Just trolling us. Easter egg. No, no, not even trolling. Just give us an Easter egg. But we're taking it as like this is something in universe. You can trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel have trolled us before. They did it with Ralph Bona, which I was like. lovely. I loved it. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone hates it. I I love it. It was I'm like because like, it was like one. It's a flex, super flex. And then two, it's like, yeah, nigga, he's just a. Isn't it funny? Don't didn't you find that funny that you thought this was quicksilver? (laughs) People did it. People are angry on on the internet. It was amazingly funny. Like, oh, you guys thought it was quicksilver. Well, this is quicksilver, but not every time I think about it, I laugh. I just feel like I feel like look, look, Feige, Jack Schaefer. You guys are not going to listen to this podcast, but like. I we're on your side. I, we like we like it. We we like the Ralph Bonner joke. You should, man. by the way, call Bankoli. You should. You he should would he would he would make you a few million dollars. Wow. 
Well, that's not that's a loss for them. <laughs> well, <laughs> an extra few million dollars. A few million is nothing for them. Like, if you're not giving me a billion, don't come to the office. Um, we haven't talked about the Miss Minutes theory, but we don't have time running out. But Ooh. why are you in a hurry, Banky? What do you mean, I'm in a hurry? Are you, are, you, we have things to edit. Okay, no, I thought you wanted to go watch Love Island. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're making it like Love Island is a secret on this podcast. Duh, duh. Yeah, we, we, we spoke about it. No, I, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'm behind even, so I can't watch it today. Oh, I'll, but, I'll watch. Um, the big bad has to be someone powerful enough to manipulate the timeline. Like, literally pick people out of... That's what it could be. Fam. Do you hey, remember... Man. Do you remember Wanted? Kang the Conqueror. Stop. Do you remember Wanted? Yes, Wanted. Yeah. Curve bullets. when uh, Morgan Freeman's character, when the, the loom, I think, stopped giving him names. Yes. And he, started, he started creating his own names of people that he wanted yes. to kill. That yes. could be what I can't believe I've just connected Loki with one <laughs> Give me an award, man. Give me an award. But so yeah, that the, could be what the guys do. So the final big bad is just someone who wants certain things to happen and That's is forcing them to happen. Yeah. And but who could it be though? This is actually very annoying. The internet, right? They take up this theory, which is nice. I love theorizing. But then they expect that the theories are going to be, like, the answer is going to be the theory level. Yes. Like, you're going to disappoint yourself, obviously. Like, Kang is not going to appear and I'm going to be like, where's Kang? Why you promised us Kang? I'm like, nobody no promised, promised you Kang. <laughs> you made up Kang on your own. I think Marvel are like, no, I just feel like I need to say this here. Marvel are Teflon right now. Like, I feel like they could release anything and people would love it. I don't know. It's, it's, and because they have so much to give that people might get because people got attached to the old cast right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're going into phase four right now they have so much to give and i'm scared that some people wouldn't be but you can always form new connections well, like here's the thing a lot of people are going to hate phase four a really? lot of the people the people your people, people. You expect <laughs> your favorite people on the internet <laughs> the people you expect to hate phase four look phase four is going to be led by a black Captain America, mm-hmm. Wanda Maximoff, mm-hmm. a, a female witch, um, a Pakistani teenager. Like, literally, mm-hmm. the Marvels is going to include three female heroes, right? Yes. A Pakistani teenager, a black woman, and Don't forget, a, a white um, woman. What's it called? What's the name of... Yeah, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is an Asian man. Yes. Um, Eternals, like half of them are, are not uh, like, white. Yeah, half of them are not white men. Yeah, there's a gay couple in, in Eternals. Like, so <laughs> Loki's, Loki's bisexual and... Paperboy is in, is in, is in Eternals. Paperboy. Right. I, think he's the, I think he's the gay one. I think him and someone else are gay. Uh, I, I, I don't think... Is it, I don't think the, the two gay people are in Eternals. I think it's him and... Oh, someone else. Loki, Loki's Loki yeah. pan, by the way. According to, according to canon, at least. Okay, well, yeah. You get what I'm saying? So... Yeah. Those people, people are, going, to are going to hate face. Well, I mean, but, you know what? Fuck you. It's not. It's not meant for you, I bet. <laughs> you can always make new connections. That's what I was really going to say because I never loved Loki as much as I do now after six mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Wonder is the biggest example of that. Like Loki, yeah. Loki, Loki had stands. Wonder yes. did not have stands, yes. and then now people are like, "Oh my god, I'm watching Doctor Strange because of Wonder." Like, yes. so yeah, no. You can always point, make new connections. If you're one of the people that's going to hate face, well, that's your business. Go away. Like and. Disney are really smart. Like the shows to make you fall in love with the characters are a beautiful touch. Because before we had the excitement of Iron Man One, and then mm-hmm. Captain America had three movies to build his mystique. Thor had three as well. Iron Man had three. You know, but now 
they might not have that luxury. They're doing big ensemble pieces. They mm-hmm. need you to they need you to be excited when Wanda shows up in Doctor Strange. They need you to be excited if Loki ever yeah. shows up in anything. Because they need you to feel the way you feel about Peter Parker yes. when you see Kamala Khan. Yes. Right, in a movie. Yes. Yes. So you need to have yes. the TV show to build up your your interest and have. Hopefully, the show is, is done well and still. Yeah, obviously, it makes sense. Um, and it's the weight of our representation. Though. For the number of people you might dissuade, you're yeah. going to get more people. Yes. Yes. For the number of people that would say, "Oh, I'm not watching Black Panther because it's all black cast," you're going to get more black people coming. Black to people watching it. Right. People who don't even care about the MCU. Yeah. It... Actually, question for you. Let's mm-hmm. before we wrap this up. What are you most excited for in Phase Four? What movie? What concept? What group um, are you most excited for? Fuck, I don't even know. You know, it's weird. I don't know if it's because of how movies feel now. I, honestly, I'm, I'm just excited for the next one. I'm always excited for the next one. I just have two, one. two that are standing out to me what? right now. What are they? First one, everyone knows. Not everyone, but people who know me know I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, oh, I okay. love their chemistry. And yeah. I can't wait for the third one. I love their chemistry. I love Peter Quill. By the way, I will defend Peter Quill to the day I die. I but think Star Ru- is, is unfairly treated on the internet. Yes. They say he ruined the Thanos plan, but let's not even get into that. The episode yeah, is almost over. Let's not, let's not, let's not. But if you want to debate Star Lord ruining the plan, DM me. I will give you facts. <laughs> and then the other one I'm excited for. Oh my god! Every time I think about this movie, like I just smile myself to sleep. Thor: Love and Thunder. That should be. That should. That should be a wild oh ride. That should god. be a wild ride. Actually, Christian yeah. Bale, Jared Butler. Is Jared Butler in it? Yes. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> It's um, crazy, man. We don't know what Gerald Butler's role is gonna be. I just Gerald Butler because like, Russell Crowe is in it. Oh, maybe it's Russell Crowe. Yeah, you know, I, I can't tell my old <laughs> white men apart. Um, I'm excited for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Oh yeah, what, I what wonder Kug- what they're gonna do. Yeah, with what Kugler is gonna do with that? Um, what other movie has been confirmed? I mean, we know Fantastic Four is coming, but I don't think they have a date. I mean, No Way No Way Home could be could be very interesting. Oh, December. No Way Home would be good. This December. I mean, look, it's the next one. It's always the next one. <laughs> I'm just, I'm here shitting myself because I keep thinking about Fantastic Four, man. Can Marvel do it? Yeah, man. Um, very excited for the next episode. Thanks a lot for coming. Or not coming. You're on this podcast. No, no, coming in front of the mic this time. No we'll worries, about, man. Talk about Loki. Um, hopefully, we'll enjoy the final episode. And Black Widow is. is I'm gonna watch Black Widow next week. Yes, Black Widow's out. So that should be fun. Um. That's it, man. Hopefully, you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you if you like this episode, please share it. Tell your friends. We're just trying to make it out of the hood. It's difficult. We're just, we're just trying to get out. So and get get Bankoli's thoughts to a wider audience. Because personally, I think he deserves one million new listeners. But we'll manage ten thousand. <laughs> ten thousand. <000. laughs> um, yeah. If your app allows you, please rate and review. Especially if you listen on Apple Music, I know that one allows it. And please just follow us. Whether you listen to us or not, just if you have Subscribe. friends, have, if you have friends on Spotify or Apple Music, just follow whether they listen or not, just so we can grab the numbers. Um, yeah, shout out to my guest, our producer turn guest, Debukanamani, my co-host Obira Georgi Fiacho, our other producer Chinedu Heji, who uni wants to kill him. 
Nigga, you never shout yourself out, and I don't get it. Why would I shout myself? I'm not you. I'm not a nigga, narcissist. I'm not gonna shout God. myself. No, boy, you, you. I, okay, let me do it for you. Then. No, I'm good. Shout I went to Bankole. Bankole does a lot of work for the podcast, so please, you guys, I appreciate him. You guys should too. So please, listen and join us next week when we'll be joined by the Daniel Kang the Conqueror. Oh my God. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>